Good news has come to the citizens of Lothal. The Outer Rim planet has been granted the coveted opportunity to participate in the new Imperial... We interrupt the Empire's broadcast to bring you some quick news. I'm Spectre9. As of today, we learned that we were nominated for the Star Wars Podcast Awards in the category of TV Review Show. Now, guys, we just wanted to say a quick thank you so much. Like, seriously, uh, we are completely over the moon just to even be mentioned, let alone that you guys are listening to us. So, <laughs> you know, you guys made our day. So uh, if we'd like to ask one favor, if you guys haven't done so yet, head on over to StarWarsPodcastAwards.com. There you'll find the link and uh, tons of other shows that got nominated. Um, one of our good friends, Jay, who's also part of Random Chatter Network, along with us, um, was nominated in the category of literature for Jedi Journals. So congratulations, Jay, on being nominated as well. But uh, go ahead and vote, guys, because um, even if we don't win, you guys win. You guys will find that there's tons of Star Wars podcast uh, shows out there that are just great and we're just honored to be mentioned with them so once again head on over to starwarspodcastawards.com and vote so may the force be with you and enjoy the show this is senator mon mothma i've been called a traitor for speaking out against a corrupt galactic senate a senate manipulated by the sinister tactics of the emperor for too long I've watched the heavy hand of the Empire strangle our liberties, stifling our freedoms in the name of ensuring our safety. No longer, despite Imperial threats, despite the Emperor himself, I have no fear as I take new action. For I am not alone. Beginning today, we stand together as allies. I hereby resign from the Senate to fight for you not from the distant halls of politics, but from the front lines. We will not rest until we bring an end to the Empire, until we restore our Republic. Are you with me? Greetings, Forsketeers, and welcome to another episode of Ghost Stories, a Rebels podcast here on the Random Chatter Network. I am your host, Spectre 7, and joining me are Spectres 8 and 9. Guys. Hey. Hello. All right. Tonight's episode, Secret Cargo. The ghost crew must escort Senator Mon Mothma, now wanted by the Empire, to a meeting that can change the galaxy. Now, I liked this episode. A lot. This was this wasn't a very big episode about our rebels, more about rebels in general. Mm-hmm. Which was which was really good. I liked it. Um I didn't realize that Mon Mothma had spoken out against the Empire at this point. Yeah, that was a big surprise to me as well. Um I kind of was caught off guard, I think, a little bit by that. But uh, as soon as like I, I kind of thought about it, I kind of settled into the episode a little bit. But I think I was a little, little caught off guard by it. Yeah, I was. I was kind of like, oh, like, because I thought she was still in hiding at the time of Rogue One when we see her on Yavin. So having her here and making that public declaration against the Emperor that was that was really surprising. Yeah, I I personally I found this episode a little 
I I understand why it was really important to the rebels and gen- the the Star Wars lore in general and kind of how there it was really important to how the rebellion coalesced because I think it it drove home the idea that a lot of the, the rebellion sects were separated and fragmented and her speaking out and her really imploring them to come together helped create this alliance and it was the true alliance which with especially with what was going on in what's been going on in this last season of rebels i always kind of assumed the rebel alliance was already kind of formed so i thought this was kind of interesting that it truly showed that the rebel alliance was fully forming but other than that i felt like while there was a lot of action going on i it yeah again it wasn't very important to our rebels in general and see i think yeah the episode overall for the star wars galaxy is in super important and i think that was something i always wondered uh, like how these rebel cells would finally join together and some of the things i think they did beautifully in this episode were some of the scenes that they they showed us um you know like uh, for instance the nebula scene i thought was just mm-hmm. gorgeous and then the little hints of uh, Rogue One at the end when all the ships started to appear uh, when Mon Mothma made the call. I, th- I thought in, in that aspect, this this episode was great, you know. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I think because I was caught off guard by, the, oh, this is the moment that Mon Mothma stood against the, the Emperor and spoke out against him. And now she's in hiding. I think which they mentioned in Rogue One that she was already in hiding. But, um, yeah, I mean. In that case, I, I I think it was it was a beautiful episode, but not too story heavy for the rebels, um, or at least our our crew, the Spectres, I should say. I really I really loved that shot at the end when all of the ships pulled like pulled out of hyperspace, and it was really fun kind of seeing like oh was that one in Rogue One that one was in Rogue One that was that one was that one was, and right it, it was kind of that fun who's who. You know, we saw a Mon Calamari cruiser, which I think they confirmed to be Home One, which was Admiral Akbar's ship. Well, didn't I thought we saw like two Calamari ships? Well, I think we did. Um, I think we saw the one cruiser and then the actual like Home One, okay. you know, Admiral Akbar ship. So th- th- yeah. there was a couple there. Um, Wait, where did they confirm that? Uh, it was in some uh, animation style guides on Twitter. Ooh, okay. Um, uh, I think Stephen Stanton was the one who tweeted it, but uh, they mentioned that it's it's home one, and I think he said like it was a different scale, but it was but the model sheet called it home one. But I think we're also missing the biggest reveal, and that was of the coolest Tie Fighter of all time, the Tie Defender, <laughs> and who was driving it, but. Other, no, no, none other than uh, Scaris. Yeah, I, again, was a little disappointed it was Scaris and not Merrick Steele from the Tie Fighter game. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I got some really nice Tie Defender action. Yeah, like they uh, they did some really good dogfighting shots in this episode, which I absolutely loved. And uh, to actually see the Tie Defender in action, uh, seeing how the shields worked and how heavily gunned that ship was. It was awesome. You've, have you never played Tie Fighter? Uh, I did actually. Yeah, 
It's just, okay. it's just been years, years. I was going to say, let me, let me learn you about my TIE, t- my tie <laughs> Defender. You know, beautiful ship's got four laser cannons, two ions right above the canopy. You know, warhead launcher, shields, hyperdrive. Mm. Beautiful. <laughs> but it was really, it was really awesome to see it in action and really kind of showed how dangerous it is because they only yeah. deployed the one. And the Y-Wings were just being picked off. We also saw TIE Interceptors, which I thought was interesting. I had we seen Interceptors in Rebels yet? I want to say yes, but maybe I want to say yes, wrong. but I, yeah, same. I could be wrong as well. Okay. Because I just, that stuck out to me too. I was like, oh, we got Interceptors as well. Um, it was really awesome. I don't think awesome. we see them very often if we have seen them. Oh, no, we definitely don't. Um but what I also loved was how when they fly into the nebula, they, Hera, you know, don't use your proton torpedoes because it could set off the gas, which, you know, kind of made things a little tense, but had to make them get creative. Mm-hmm. And her flying really close to that sun and basically roasting the pilots alive. Uh, you know, a little, little horrific, but effective yeah my heart broke a little bit watching uh the ghost uh get a little beat up in that scene too yeah starting to starting to peel away a little bit um yeah i was i was scared that a little bit more was gonna happen to the ghost i'm glad it didn't um but just watching those tie fighters just kind of roast you know it (laughs) wouldn't want to be those pilots no (laughs) Also, I mean, for you two guys like th- that love the Empire, it was nice to see them make a move that almost won them that little battle, you know, where they were just waiting at the other end of the nebula and actually had Hera in the tractor beam, you know, until yeah. she ha- actually had to think out of the box. So, I mean, it was nice to see some strategy that actually worked and, and not portray the, the Empire as bumbling idiots. And that was uh, that was your boy Thrawn who came up with that idea, Lindsay. Yeah, I still don't think things are going to go very well for uh, the governor, Governor Price. I don't think is going to. Uh, I think she's going to pay for what happened. Yeah, you could definitely make the case that her days are numbered. It's not. I mean, really, I don't know if she could have anticipated that, but I think Thrawn would may make her pay for that anyways i mean it, it it's she's coming up on you know one, one failure after yeah. another i like and price a lot but yeah it's one one too many no i do too i think she's a great character um but yeah it just it's one mistake after another and she's very much like the kind of officer that is trying to gain favor. And it's like, you're not gaining any favor by making all these mistakes. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, there were a lot of things I did. There were little things in this episode. I really liked. I like that about the, the empire pulling those tricks. I liked that Mon Mothma when she was on the, it wasn't on the ghost. It was right when they were all transferring to the ghost. Sh- um, Mon Mothma ended up having to work and I can't remember what she was working on, but she was having to work on the, the release, elect- uh, for the, the release. Hatch. Yeah. The release hatch. And I thought that was really interesting because 
in all we've known, she's always been just a senator and she's been a diplomat and she's always been on the, you know, she's always been pulling the strings and giving orders and being the very stoic person that we've always seen her in the movies and, and, you know, even in the show. So it was neat seeing that she actually knows what she's doing on a ship. Yeah. That was really cool to see her actually, you know, doing something like you said, instead of just standing at a console, she or, was like, I can do know. this. And so Hera went off to do stuff so she could actually help. Yeah, that was a great that was a great character moment for her. And, you know, we also had another really cool character reveal where we found out that Gold Leader was Dutch. Not Dutch. Oh yeah, no, it was yeah, it Dutch. John Dutch. <laughs> Dutch I was thinking a hobby. I was thinking a hobby for some reason. But yeah, no, we had a gold leader there. So again, like this is those cool you know reveals that we're getting we're getting so much closer to that to the classic era and and also i just kind of want to point out that one yes i was so happy to see dutch in this episode but can i talk about a little bit of an annoyance here ezra uh, kind of giving different. orders to gold leader leader that was wasn't odd to you guys it was I mean, I could I could see why it would be weird, but I mean, Ezra did, you know, have the better idea and kind of took the lead on it. And so he was kind of like, all right, yeah, go ahead. I appreciate the but, counterpoint, but no, <laughs> never tell <laughs> yeah. Gold Leader what to do. <laughs> uh, but again, it's it's that whole situation where, I mean, it's good that he's, Ezra's being a good pilot. But he's still really cocky and he's still really young and it I mean it all worked out for the best, but still. Well, I mean you're right. Like he's kinda cocky, but I mean Gold too, when she was arguing back at him, like this is that point where all the rebels are still cocky at each other. Like every cell seems to think that they're the better ones, that they're the more important ones. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why Mon Mothma's uh mission is so critical in this one, because she she has to unite everybody. Yeah, the argument between uh, was it Gold Two and Zeb uh, kind of pointed out the heat there that some factions don't agree on what each faction is doing, and I mean, uh, one of the biggest ones that was pointed out in in Rogue One was uh, our robotic half robotic friend. No, yeah, like Saw. Saw's definitely one of those rebel cells that just doesn't play nice with everybody. So. This is, I mean, this is giving us those hints, kind of, kind of blatantly. But I mean, but that's, that's what's nice is that, like they've been saying, they're playing this long game. So like all the seeds that we saw that were already had already been planted in, by Rogue One, you know, they're getting planted here. Yeah, and also uh, another character we got to see that another seed was planted and planted in the long game was General Dodonna at the end. Yep, we saw him uh, down there. Um, right next to Bail Organa. It's always a pleasure to see him. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was good. I mean, for the, for all the action in it, not a lot. It sounds weird saying not a lot happened. I mean, a lot happened, but. Well, I mean, yeah, like this was. It was, I don't wanna, it was I don't, Mon Mothma formed the Rebels. <laughs> yeah, like I don't want to say this is a paint by numbers episode, but a lot of stuff happened here that had to happen so this this is an important episode in the long run but i i get what you mean like it doesn't feel like 
a whole lot happen, even though like a lot kind of did. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say one of my predictions that I've had lately was that the weapon that the uh, that Grand Admiral Thrawn would find and use at the on the Rebels. Um, I was kind of had a theory from back the mid season trailer where you know, the, we saw the ghosts and a couple Y wings flying out of a bunch of flames. And we thought that would be the, the weapon turned out that was the nebula in this episode. Mm-hmm. So whoops. <laughs> can't win them all. Not all. Can't win. Can't win them all. Um, but I, I am, but that does open up the door to see what's Thrawn's actual weapon or what the weapon is that he is going to use. You know, we're only three episodes away from the end of the season, so or four episodes. So, you know, we're, we're definitely in endgame mode. Yeah, yeah we're, we're approaching the end for sure. And uh, I think... Oh, but with with the renewal, this means that Thrawn can survive so we can keep going. <laughs> well, I mean, we with definitely... With his plot line. It definitely means, uh, you know, a rebel or two will survive. <laughs> well, but will Thrawn? I mean, do do we think that Thrawn will make it past the end of the season? I I think with the renewal, I think he will. And see, my theory changed a little bit. That I'm the way that this episode ended. I'm starting to think that maybe season four may be the the last one we get. Um, it just seemed like the way uh, the rebel cells came together to finally form an alliance sets up perfectly for our our view of Scarif and how the, the rebels crew is going to be playing a part in that battle. So, no, I mean, I, I definitely agree. Like, I think, I think if we, um, if it is, I think season four should be the ending of rebels, but that doesn't necessarily mean this is the last we're going to see of these characters. Right. You know, Ezra, I don't, I think out of all the characters, Ezra is going to be the most important one if we see him in other media, you know, Hera, Hera, I think will be kind of relegated to cameo appearances, but I think Ezra would be the biggest one that we may see in other media. And of course, Chopper, you know, (laughs) can't forget Chopper. Can't forget Chopper. (laughs) But, But as far as this incarnation of these characters, I think Star Wars Rebels, I think it should end at the end of season four. You know, as much as I love it, um, you don't ever want to overstay your welcome. You want and, it to end on a high note. Yeah, and not that the show's having fatigue or anything, but right. you know, it would be great to end on that high note of the Battle of Scarif and seeing it from at least, you know, the ghost's point of view, whether, you know, Kanan or Ezra or any of those characters are on it. Mm-hmm. So overall, what do you uh you know, I I liked this episode. Um, Lindsay, I know you said it was kind of, eh, yeah, but... I'm like, I'm like at a five. I'm not, I didn't not like it, but I didn't love it. So I'm just like, it's fine. I, I liked the world building it did in it. I liked what it gave to the star Wars lore in general, but as a, so like in the star Wars lore in general, I would give it like a seven, but as a rebels episode, I would give it like a five. So that would give it a 6.5 <laughs> or a six. That would give it a six. All right. Ernie. <laughs> yeah. I'm having a hard time rating this one just because I, I'm, 
like I know how big this was to Star Wars period. Yeah. But it it felt I don't want to say watered down. There's some there was something missing and I felt like I, I think it could have been a little bit more glorious and, and yeah. I felt like it just kind of I, I, passed us by a little bit. So yeah, I'm uh, maybe you, seven. Felt, yeah, I'm with you, Ernie. It felt a little weird. I think that's why I'm having such an issue with it. Okay. I mean, I I could definitely give this episode like a seven. Um it it is definitely not a filler episode. No. But no. But it definitely just kind of felt like you know what you know what it feels like? It feels like this is it feels like for in Forrest Gump where he just kind of happens to be in like <laughs> historical situations. <laughs> you know? Yes. And that's and that's what happened to like Hera and the ghost. Like they just happen to be at this historical, you know, event. Well, at least Hera didn't really need to pee. <laughs> well, I, you know, one thing we forgot to mention really quick too is that how important this this episode was for Hera uh, as far as even Rogue One goes, because this is her face-to-face with Mon Mothma. Yes, and Mon Mothma really liked her. That's true. So, you know, there may be a promotion in her future. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> All right. Well, I think we uh, have a question from Twitter. So, Ernie, you want to? Yeah, I got it up right here. So first... Uh, before reading the question, I'm going to give a shout out to Ben Hickerson, who seems to be uh, pointing out something here at Spectre 8. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, he uh, actually tweeted at us uh, saying, psyched to get the new episode and just want to say to Spectre 8, I never for one second thought Callus got away with it. I'm saying this as someone completely new to Thrawn and Rebels is my first and only exposure to him. So... What do you say to that, Lindsay? Well, I'm glad that people are really, really enjoying. I'm glad that people, and especially Ben, are really enjoying Thrawn when they've never been exposed to him. Because that's the thing. Like, I have been a big fan of Thrawn since what is now considered Legends. Like, I grew up with Thrawn since middle school. Um, Because that's when the books, like, I feel so old. (laughs) But that's, I think that's around when the books came out, when I was in like fifth or sixth grade is when the Shadows of the Empires books came out. So Thrawn has been with me for a really long time. So if he's going to act a certain way, I, I can kind of anticipate it, but it's, it's really cool to see how people who know nothing about Thrawn and who are completely new to him and only see him through rebels react to him. So I really like seeing that kind of reaction. So that's a cool little shout out. And I'm really glad to see people are having positive reactions to Thrawn when they're brand new to him. Yeah. Thank you, Ben. That, you know, thank you for the question. (laughs) Okay. And uh, actually uh, platypus Who's the platypus uh, sent us a picture and said, any chance you guys saw it too? And so it's a shot of Callus and uh, Lieutenant List uh, walking into uh, through uh, Thrawn's office. Or is it? No, it's Ezra, I believe. And uh, there's yeah, a yeah, shot. I think it's yeah. Ezra, yeah. Okay. And it looks like uh, he pointed out a little triangle there in the corner. Uh, now I, I, I saw that. Yeah, it looks so. like a hologram. I did not notice it until this picture with the question mark. 
Yeah, I was no, going to ask. Did, so, what I, did, what did you guys think? Did you guys think this was a holocron right away? I didn't think it was a holocron right away. I thought it was like a replica of a holocron. But that'd, that'd be interesting. It, yeah, but because I, I, I don't think I don't think we we they would show another holocron because of how big of a deal they made the original like holocron that Maul had out to be. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I mean, it definitely looks like a holocron sitting on you know a little pedestal there. Yeah, I, that's what I thought right away. But I don't know. It's it's hard to say what that is. Um, but if what I were I was, to, if I were a betting man, I'd, I'd definitely put my money on it being a holocron. What I was more interested in is the right. Uh, if you go immediately to the right of Callus and Ezra. There's another thing on a little pedestal that looks like it could be some kind of mask or something or a shield. It's pretty flat, but it looks like it has like two horns coming up. Yes. That's what that was the hardest thing for me to figure out. And I can't seem to put my finger on it on what it is. So if anybody's got any ideas, why don't you shoot them on over to us at our Twitter at ghost stories pod. And we can all discuss it. Yes, sir. And last question here. Dave Poole 98 writes, do you think Rebels will end with Rogue One possibly at Scarif or will it cross over and continue in between four, five and six? And obviously he's talking about episode four, five and six. Yeah, yeah, this is this is what I was talking about when I said I think this incarnation of Rebels is done. And we'll see these characters again. We, I, I don't necessarily think we'll jump right into that era with the next show. Like my money would be on a show set after return of the Jedi Mm -hmm. and kind of filling in that period that the books are kind of doing right now. But I, I think eventually we will get a show that between between those events Lindsay, I, I i agree with mike i think this will probably end just before rogue one or like or like right at the battle of scarif like we were yeah. saying or yeah right then but i feel like that almost might be too like i i feel like that might be almost too neat of a bow and they might not want to do that like give them time to not have to explain like where everybody is exactly. Cause if they do it, end it at the battle of Scarif, they're going to have to explain where everybody is exactly in the picture of the battle of Scarif, where in the movie we heard, you know, general Sindula and that was enough. Like if you end it right before rogue one, you don't have to explain where everyone is. And that leaves store that leaves space for books or, you know, a comic or something else to be done. It doesn't have to be, t- I don't, I guess I don't need everything tied up in a neat little bow. And that's where everything would be. If it ended at Scarif. See, that's my for, opinion. for me, it would kind of be riding off into the sunset or going off to another adventure. We know that they're at, the battle of scarif and we see them jump to hyperspace at the end. So 
for or me, exploded or died. I mean, uh, they we don't know everybody survived. We don't know everybody survived hyperspace. But I would just that my thinking would be like it's kind of them riding off into the sunset, you know, going on to another adventure. Um, but can't whether, we have that just before Rogue One? What's the difference? Well, I mean, only because we know immediately where they are at Rogue One. So any any kind of ending would either have to be way before Rogue One or immediately right after. Uh, so my theory, so I'm on the boat of the Scarif theory that it's going to end with Rebels battling at Scarif. However, uh, I think another possible way could end uh, like Episode 4 ended with Luke and Han getting their medals. I think we could possibly see Hera becoming a general and like kind of the ceremony for it. That, that'd be another well, way I think they would end it. I'd really like that. No, I, I would too, but again, like Im- we see immediately right after, you know, with the, with the battle of Scarif. So uh, I don't know. Like I, to me, to me, it'd be, it would just be, it would just feel weird because it's like, like, okay, bye. And then here you are again. Yeah. And I totally agree with you, Mike. I, I'm still on the Scarif boat thing, but I think they could end it that way. But like you and I, I think we'd be left hungry. You know, like, oh, come on. That was like a cheat, you know? No, definitely. And by the way, one more thing, uh, one more Twitter thing, I should say. Uh, okay. Before we close out the questions, I want to give another shout out, a shout out here to Michael Gibbons, who actually thanked us for uh, answering. Michael Gibbons. Yeah. yeah. He's awesome, by the way. Uh, thanks for answering my question about Maul Kenobi's story. I wonder if it'll take place after the Rebel base is discovered. So. Hmm. Uh, as far as we know... That is the episode before the season finale. So we know. So the next episode is uh, Double Agent Droid. And then after that is Twin Sons, which is the long awaited showdown between Ezra and Darth Maul. (laughs) I mean, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. And Darth (laughs) Maul. But. But we know that but we know that episode is episode 20 and 21 and 22 are the finale. So we're definitely getting there. And I, I really can't wait for that episode. Ooh, that's going to mm-hmm. be good. But Michael Gibbons, thank you so much for always tweeting at us. Yep. And so if you guys want to shoot a tweet to us again, that uh, handle is at ghost stories pod. However, if you want to talk to us individually, you can hit me up on Twitter at It's The Rocketeer. That's I-T-S, The Rocketeer. Spectre 8, where can we find you? You can find me on Betty Bloodshed on Instagram and Twitter. That's B-E-T-T-I-E, Bloodshed. Or at SDCC Nerds Attack, which is my website Twitter. And Spectre 9. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at YeahBuddyErnie. We are part of the Random Chatter Network, so feel free to head on over to randomchatter.com and check out all of the shows that are on that network. The whole website's been redesigned, so you can just select whatever you want with the handy-dandy drop-downs that are broken down by genre. Lovely stuff on over there. Uh, We are on iTunes now, so please go on over there and give us a subscribe and a review, because that does help us grow and helps you know more people find the show 
because we're going to be coming back next season. So, hey, Ghost Story Season 2. How about that? Yeah. Can't get rid of us yet. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, that is going to do it for us for this week. We will see you next week for Double Agent Droid. May the Force be with you. <laughs> <laughs>